You know what I was thinking, Mambo? I want to get this fucking soundboard all hooked up, dude. Do all the little sounds and oh, shit. Oh, yeah? I just didn't want to take your job, though, dog. <laughs> I, was, I didn't want them to, to hit you me You don't up. have a fix in it? Uh, I did, but then, I don't know. Let me see. Oh, the... Oh, shit. I don't even know how to turn it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, dude. I don't know there's what There's probably happened. applause in there and, and like like a drum roll and all yeah there's there's like the whole bank and shit to go into here but oh that's what happened dude so when you put the memory card in it it like it formats it and it saves the sounds onto the memory card and then i switched another memory card for some shit so then it messed up on my sounds dude but main thing is i just didn't want to take your job bro because i don't want to it's all good dude try on error that's how you learn yo what's up everybody (laughs) welcome no i can do it you're fucking professional bro (laughs) Do you, you do you ever get nervous? Uh you know what? I get I get more nervous like in in public now. Oh, because really? it's always it's always been the the face has always been the little cartoon. Mm. And now that social media is a big thing now, like you know the people I talk to, they always tell me like, "Yo, you need to show your face more, and you need to do all this." You know the stuff that I always avoided. Got yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I could I could just imagine that like even before social media like I didn't know what you look like. No, a lot of people didn't. Yeah. So you you started to notice a lot more people like recognizing who you were in public. Uh yeah, and I think I think for a while too, like because I used to I don't worry about the pictures that are out there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we do a lot of uh, Photoshop stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. a lot of it is like you know it's it's the stuff that people would probably panic about like oh i don't want that picture out there but Mm. i'll put my face like on a you know random stuff and people will say like yo there that that's uh the dude from uh instagram (laughs) like it's not even it's not even what the show is no more it's just like (laughs) like the pictures that i post on instagram i saw the one you did it was one of my favorites it was i think i think it was the baby Oh yeah, yeah, with the, with the LA hat. <laughs> yep, yeah. Shouts out to Little Wicked, man. He's he's the one who does uh, all the graphic. Oh really? Stuff, yeah. He's good at Photoshop. Yeah, he's real good, man. He's a real talented kid, and and uh, I seen that dude grow up since he was born because mm-hmm. his dad used to do the morning show with us. DJ Wicked. Yeah. Right. And now Little Wicked's uh, my DJ in the morning show. Oh yeah. shit! So it's a trip. That's cool, man. How's everything going at the show? Ah, uh, it's going good. A lot diff, uh, a lot different. But uh, you know, can't complain. I I know we were chopping it up off air a lot, and I I was telling you like, I see a lot of people complain about the most random stuff, and and you know, to to see real shit that people go through, you yeah. know, I I can't complain, man. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. I always try to say that, like, if you hear me complain, don't don't even listen. To it, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, you, you just you just get caught up in your own life. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's your own life, and and you have your own issues going on, and just like fucking something happened, you scratch the tint yep. or something <laughs> like that, you know, and you're just like fuck, pissed off, and then or you're on your way to work, and there's the traffic's backed up, and you're like fuck, and then there's an accident. Yeah, he's like, fucking idiot. Like, yeah could have died bro yeah you know, they're not worried about you with being late five minutes like, yeah you know it's, it's all about perspective man and, and and you think about yesterday when i was uh, going home there was a, a big accident on on uh it was it was it was the opposite of direction and i i'm like man i feel bad for a lot of those people on the other side of the freeway because mm-hmm. it was backed up for hours and all i could think about was like you know what you could sit there and complain but you know someone might have lost their life 
Yeah. So, you know, that I, I think like that a lot more than just, you know, complain about little shit. Yeah, because that it could be so easy just to start complaining about little shit. Yep. And it's re- yeah, like you said, it's real easy to do that. Yeah, especially you, bro. You got all kinds of shit going on. Oh, man. Day, man. Not 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 as much as you do, bro. But yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep passing the blame, dog. You hold that. <laughs> no, but it's it's you know, the morning show is 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 a blessing to continue to do it, man. It's been over 25 years that that i've been doing the show so that's that's so dope to still be doing that and catering to a whole younger generation now uh it's crazy to see that a lot of people that started listening to us they were they were kids bro they were going to kindergarten their Mm -hmm. parents were driving them and now for them to be introducing me to their kids is is crazy yeah no for sure because because even before that like when when i was growing up it was like we didn't have social media or you didn't have access to all the music that you wanted yeah. or even like iPods and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all of the uh, the music that you got was from the radio. Yeah, that's where a lot of people discover new music. And, and you know, I, I listen to a lot of uh, uh, podcasts and I'll listen to a lot of like uh, like presentations like where, where digital and all that stuff is going and you know everyone says that that back then radio was kind of like the social media like you went to see you know what clubs were popping or mm-hmm. what music what new music was out there yeah so now it's kind of like like radio is like kind of like took the back seat to a lot of the stuff that's going on now because you know there's uh streaming services now and like you said social media youtube like there's a visual to everything now and radio has never had a visual yeah yeah. So how do you feel about radio um continuing on in this atmosphere? I think I think it it'll be around. It's free, you know what I mean? Uh I th- I think all the time something new happens, a lot of people want to jump on it. But uh we also got to remember not everyone has the same lifestyle as we do where they could afford you know an extra 5 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month for a streaming service. For sure, for so sure. so I th- I think radio will be around it's it won't be as big as it used to be i mean i've seen it shrink so much in the past three years to Mm. where you know we used to have a team of people to probably four people in the building now oh wow and how do you have relationships with other radio stations like is, is that the consensus from everybody yeah i i think uh my relationship with a lot of a lot of people is is uh I always like to network with people and I've always been like that since I got into radio. But I think, you know, even, even back when I started doing the morning show, there was guys doing nights and doing uh, street team or, or interning to see them 20 plus years later now having their own morning show or, or doing something big for the company. Uh, I think sharing ideas and, and, and staying in touch uh, really helps everyone in the radio world. Because yeah. back when I started, everything was competitive. Mm. So it was it was a it was a thing to talk smack about your competitor. Now, like uh, we encourage people just to listen to to uh, to radio. Yeah, like it doesn't matter if it's uh, the competition. I mean, at the end of the day, they're supporting you know my career, like what what yeah, I do for yeah, a living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely feel that. You know, I miss. Um when I worked at Best Buy, I would listen to the radio all the time. 
you know my jam was is oh, talk fm what was it like like tom like oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah bro <laughs> that it was probably like from 10 o'clock in the morning all the way till when i was off dude that shit was so popping bro. yeah um was that danny bonaducci yep. all the talk um, stuff all the talk yeah, yeah. and then it was frosty heidi and frank yeah. And then the man Tom Likas, dude. Did you Yo, ever Tom, fuck with them? Tom Tom Likas was uh uh like the Andrew Tate for uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's what he was. I just had a combo with someone about that, and it's it's funny how uh you know a, a younger cat you know will will have a combo with me about something like that, like oh you need to be on this dude, you need to you need to be listening to this guy. But I I listened to like three three or four episodes of 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 uh, interviews that he had done, and it just reminded me of of tom like us like what he would do for sure yeah yeah there's there's always that open lane yeah for for that sort of content Mm -hmm. you know uh partially agree with some of it a majority of the stuff i how does your lady feel about it i don't she doesn't pay any attention to it you know um i i feel like those guys are that that are like very misogynistic yeah they can't have a good relationship with their mom or their sister that's the way that i see it because how could you treat another woman yeah, yeah. like like an object? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I when it comes to like like media stuff, like I always look at the the entertainment side of it for always. sure. And I think a lot of people, especially the the, the world we live in now, like they want to they want to shock the audience. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the stuff that he was doing was all shock. Yeah, and that's why, especially guys, a lot of guys like wanted that lifestyle because he 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 floss a lot of stuff that you know a guy wants that every uh every like thing that a guy would lust for Mm -hmm. yeah he had girls bugattis houses every everything yeah he was there yeah but but tom likas did it first bro he did (laughs) can you think of anybody before like a young art lebeau or something rest in peace uh I'm pretty sure like everyone, everyone picked up that idea from somewhere. I mean, even when we started, like we, I was a big fan of, of, uh, you know, LA radio. So that had a big influence Mm. in the way we, uh, put our show together when we did a night show, uh, you know, Baker boys was, was a big part. And Mm. they were like, like huge, uh, during the early nineties and they're still doing radio to this day. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, joey boy who they used to do nights at power him and uh uh johnny they used to go by these crazy kids like years later he ended up working in our building and and uh it it was it was such a trip to to work alongside people that influenced me to to do this yeah and you know years later you know they're still doing radio too joey boy worked at power 106 yeah, that's oh, where he, that's wow. where he started. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so now he's in like Phoenix or something like that. Uh, he's in Chicago. Oh wow! But he syndicates his show to to uh, Phoenix. Oh, that's yeah. dope, dude. Yeah. Um, do you uh, do you like Charlemagne? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm a fan of of anybody like creating content and 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 doing you know, especially what I do. Like, I like to listen to different shows doesn't even have to be about you know the music that we play or anything but i mean i i think if you build your own lane you're obviously creating a fan base Mm -hmm. and i think uh you know sometimes i don't agree with what everyone says but i i get it when you're you're 
almost in the entertainment business trying to keep listeners or keep followers. Mm-hmm. How much of that do you have to deal with um, from taking your profession and your voice into consideration versus how you actually feel? How far away are, are those are those things or are they pretty meshed up together? Uh, they're, it, it, it's kind of hard because uh, I, I understand the question, but it's kind of hard because sometimes like, uh, like if I go somewhere or, or if I go eat and I don't have the mambo in the morning attitude somewhere, like it's, someone will be, will easily point it out to you in the DMs. Mm. Like they'll say like, oh, like, you know, you're you uh, we try to say hi, but you look mad or, you know, Mm. some stupid. But it's not even that. Like, you know, for for starters, I have a I have a a face like I'm always mad already. (laughs) 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 RBF. Yes. And and the other thing, too, is is like I never know who's around me. You know what I mean? So so I always like when someone does hit me up like that i'll just say like yo just say what's up like yeah, yeah, come yeah. and say hi like but i think a lot a, a lot of the things that i do on the air and off the air it's it's very similar to to what i do because a lot of a lot of the things that i do use or compare like topics that we talk about is is my real life stuff mm. yeah so at the show now it's 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 just you yeah, it's me, and then it's uh, Little Wicked as my DJ, and then uh, uh, WizKid is is like uh, my producer. Okay, yeah. got you. So recently, Rico left the show. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that transition? Uh, it was it was tough, man, because we worked together. I mean, when I first started radio, uh, I've always had a sidekick. Uh, I was his sidekick when he when he had his night show, and then uh, we created the the Rico and Mambo brand. Then after that, he left, so I had to figure out how to do something by myself. Then eventually, like in early 2001, we ended up, you know, teaming up again to do the morning show. Mm. So it, it was it was just hard to try to keep some of the same features that, that we were doing because I didn't want to mess too much what, which, what, uh, what uh, uh, features that we had that created the show. So dilemma of the day, they were always going to tie it to, to Rico and Mambo. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. keeping that was, was kind of uh, a tough one because that's something that we would post on our social media. So for a while, it, people were always asking, they would read the dilemma, say what they had to say about it. And then they would say like, by the way, where's Rico? And that mm-hmm. went on for, for a long time. Mm. Yeah, but he he ended up uh, moving away to Texas, and you know, why, he wanted to get away from 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 the business for a while. Yeah, shout out to him, man. I wish him the best out there. Yeah, and he he uh, I, I think it was like maybe like a couple months ago he announced that he's he got back into radio out there. So oh, very yeah. cool, man. So. Speaking of uh, those features, man, dilemma of the day. <laughs> It's Bruh. a beast, right? <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's one of those things where you realize that maybe your problems aren't that big, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I I think like right now too. Like I've I've realized because we we get like two or three dilemmas a day, uh-huh. but I've realized too how a lot of people have uh, rich people problems. Oh shit! Really? Like like you know it's 
it's really not a big deal like what they send in but i'm like seriously like you're gonna stop Mm. try to stop the world for this yeah and it's not even a big deal it's almost like like rich people problems yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah what's uh one one that sticks out recently ah oh, man what uh you know what this year it's a lot of uh relationship like uh like uh wives complaining about the husband or or you know vice versa but it's it's like to me, it's like boyfriend, girlfriend problems, high school problems. But these are like married people, oh, like, like dealing with like high school shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny to me because if you've been in a relationship, you know, we all go through that. And then you you think about when you, when you mature, you think about some of that shit. I was like, why? Why did I make a big thing about something stupid? For sure. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of like like bullshit problems but mm. everyone deals with it so that's why you know dilemma of the day like has been around for so long yeah every time i see one pop up i always try to give my two cents <laughs> and it always seems like i just want to go in attack mode i don't know why there's people that go in there just to start an argument with somebody for sure it seems like it uh sometimes i'm just like man this is a this is a pretty crazy ass <laughs> problem that you got going on there i do not wish i do not wish this problem on anybody man yeah. I think I think one of the funny things too is like when when I do run into someone, and they they'll bring dilemma of the day and they always say like, "Hey, I'm gonna send mine." Uh huh. And then it's funny when they do send it because now you have a face to oh, shit. to the person who sent it. You feel that they're real? I think I think some of them are, but a lot of the ones that that I've been getting lately too, they come from someone else. Like, oh, my friend wanted me to send this for you but i really think it's from them oh god but they kind of use it as as like i'm just the 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 middleman in this yeah yeah Uh, that's funny i always love that one i I never get to catch it on air because uh i would i would listen to the radio when i'm on my Mm -hmm. commute or what have you so uh but you could just listen to the the app right yeah we got the app but i i've I've noticed that dilemma the day it's grown more in uh on our facebook page Mm -hmm, for sure i don't know why it just seems like that's just uh that's such a good platform for it because you could just read it and then you actually have the feedback yeah from the people and then you just see how people like receive receive the problems or whatever yeah and 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 i think uh you know dilemma of the days is is something that they've done on the in the newspaper back in the days a lot it was uh i think it was called like an ask ask annie section or something like that Ask abby or something that girl with the red hair yeah and 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 what happened was when we got when we got it on facebook we started getting like comments from everywhere bro all over the world all over the 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 country mm. so a lot of the comments are like you know people in the east coast and it's just funny to see people from the 805 argue with someone from you know alabama or something about the way they 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 live and the way we live out here bro it's totally different oh yeah it is it's totally different i was just having this convo we just went snowboarding and uh you you go through all these like little ass towns i don't know what it is like bob pear blossom or what whatever and you're just like man i would not yeah. want to live out yeah. here dude and then you get there and all the workers are just like mad rude and shit mm-hmm. i'm like i had to take a step back i'm like yo these people probably live in that town and that they you never just go nowhere through, and they just yeah. they've always lived there yeah so of course their idea of what life is is going to be completely different mm-hmm. 
than us. Yeah. And especially somebody from, you know, Alabama yep. trying to comment on things that happen over here. I'm like, bro, it's, you have to take everything into consideration. And and I think, you know, the, the, the world we live in today and the way how a lot of people are out, outspoken in their beliefs, you, uh, especially when it's like a relationship dilemma, you get someone from from a small town like like that like Alabama or somewhere where they they'll comment something like oh that's your husband you got to listen to him mm. then you get someone from Cali who's like <laughs> <laughs> anti that like what do you mean like what so, do you mean them uh, yeah so i got to i got to you know i i i just entertain myself sometimes <laughs> with them going back and forth man so yeah, people live different. You like, could get caught up like just reading comments for like, you know, you'll you'll lose track of time sometimes like just that, reading comments. That that is that's such a good feature to have especially just to help build the socials. Like that's a lot yeah. of that's a lot yeah. of engagement right there. Yeah, and it's funny the people who discover it for the first time uh if on Fridays we we don't do it. Like we fe- we we focus on other stuff. But people will hit me up like hey you forgot to put up the dilemma today or Mm. or what's up with today's dilemma so just recently this year i started i started just randomly posting and and you know the the interaction with the the followers is still happens even though we don't do it on the air on on fridays or the weekends Okay, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're still posting a dilemma. Yeah, but it's not on the radio. It's not on oh, the radio, but shit. we post it on on the on the Facebook page, and it just it just you know goes creates its own little entertainment yeah. for people there. It's crazy how everything just like it, mm-hmm. it merges and how yeah. everything could work together as long as you're just putting the dots together, you know? Yeah, and and someone someone I was I forgot where this person was from, but they were asking me like, how did I come up with dilemma and they're the ones who told me like it, it was the same stuff as the the ask abby or ask mm-hmm. annie section and uh <clears throat> they pretty much said that they don't even watch tv no more that their entertainment is is uh you know the instagram or or the facebook yeah so a lot of people get their entertainment you know outside of the tv how do you feel what where do you get your entertainment from um probably on social media too mm-hmm. i mean I, I i have my accounts that that i go for my entertainment like you know the fool's gone wild and yeah uh mike meds he's he's from the 805 yeah. too he, he's he posts some crazy stuff and i feel like that's my entertainment now like i still watch tv but i don't watch it as much as i used to yeah dude fool's gone wild turned into a movement yeah bro. man isn't that crazy dude they're they they post that like their reach and number sometimes and it, it's amazing no way how many uh how many millions of people they hit bro we had um frank hernandez on before the commitment soldier mm-hmm. we had him on the pod and he would do um man i forget what his segment was on fool's gone wild but he would tell like a, a story about he was on a sick one or something <laughs> like that and I was like, I have to get this fucking guy on the pod. Dude, he told this story one time where he said he went to one of his to go pick up drugs or something from someone. And he said, dude, I would just hear shit in the, in the attic. And then the next time I came, I hear shit again. So I'm like, hey, what? He's, and then the guy saw that I noticed. He's like, hey, you want to see something? So he pulls down the ladder to the attic. And he's like, go look up there. And he said, I just seen some like three or four tweakers up there just all skinny and hanging out. And he's like, yeah, those are my pets. I just feed them every once in a while. What the? F- and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? 
insane that is bro. crazy bro but that's like a a, a whole different life because shout out to him man he he's recovering and he's he's been sober for i think it was like maybe like four years or yeah. something now that's a dark road to get out of yeah bro. man but once you're on that road i'm i'm sure you see some crazy, crazy shit, yep. shit yep. dude because you're already in the field of things being illegal mm-hmm. so it's like anything after this point you're kind of already signed up for it and you know what some someone else would probably tell you that 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 same story and you wouldn't believe it but yeah. coming from someone that you know has been through it like you're like shit i i believe you dog <laughs> <laughs> i believe you dude yeah but uh fool's gone wild he said that the the guy worked like at a paint shop or something and just had an idea mm-hmm. and then it just blew up and like that's such a good market to be in yeah because that that's, that's so that like that that fool is your cousin, your mm-hmm. friend, somebody you know. Yeah. Somebody has been in those situations like, oh dude, it's just it's so funny. And then like like his sense of humor, it just it translates well. And yeah, his jokes are are I mean the the sock sock chick, like, you know, we all can relate to that for sure in this area. So for sure. So it's funny to even see like uh <clears throat> I think they recently posted uh Tony Hawk oh really he, he brings it up like a lot of people just oh, ran, I, I did actually see that on it yeah. tony hawk was like on a podcast or yeah something, right yeah yeah because this that's definitely a, a full culture yeah you know? <laughs> they they just put the name on it but it was definitely yep. a full culture dude you know they came up with that <laughs> and <laughs> that <the> song <laughs> that that song though dude uh, the bitches in my line yeah. talking about sh- 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 that's so fucking funny dude. you know what's funny they they they've dropped i think two two uh uh music st- uh cd uh albums and uh on the second one we did a we actually did a radio show with with them i remember that i listened to the whole album yeah. on that on the radio show yeah so we did something with them and and uh man the reaction from the audience like i thought like how are people gonna take this because you know radio is usually commercial music t- you know hits mm-hmm. but uh the reaction was crazy bro like right. like something that i hadn't seen since like the early 2000s when you know radio was real active with listeners and people checking in mm. so we that was kind of like the first uh i don't know like 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 a, a feature show that we did where we it actually got produced and and we were interacting with people and and i hadn't seen that for a minute bro it was awesome yeah dude. it was really good and you know the music that he was putting out out it's it's would you would you consider more of like like comedy kind of music yeah i mean it's it's, it's just the shit that that you know like people can relate to it's for just sure. like when you go see a comedian you're gonna go see someone that or you're gonna have a favorite that you could relate to or you like the way they deliver their comedy yeah but uh yeah like when you when you say the full culture i think that's the perfect way of saying it for sure that and then um another shout out to fools gone wild man um with that frankie Quinoa, oh yeah yeah, thing, yeah 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 th- that show this fool yeah. on on hulu bro that i saw the billboard and i'm like oh my god this is so yeah. stupid what what is this about you know yeah. and then i actually watched it and i'm like oh my god that's so fucking funny but you know you know you know what it was and and your reaction that you did right now is the same same one i kind of had like like i i really wanted to support him because he's from the 805 oh really he's from camarillo no originally yeah oh wow and uh i think no actually i think he's from oxon originally or or you know yeah we'll claim oxon yeah so he's from the 805 (laughs) but but uh uh when you said that I think we're so used to the the 
the stereotype stuff that they that they use you know a role like frankie's mm -hmm. but when you look at it it's actually shit that you could relate to mm -hmm. kind of like the fool's gone wild like it for sure it, it it looks like a stereotype thing but like you could you could almost connect a cousin or a friend Facts. to 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 a character definitely and then uh there was that one episode where he just like got out of jail Oh, he's like, look at this fool's all gay. He's like, can't be saying that. <laughs> all the stuff, right? <laughs> this is how he would dress and shit. I definitely want to see that guy. I didn't know that he was a local though. That's yeah, sick, man. He's yeah. he's he's super dope, bro. Like I remember, um, I think he was in San Francisco, and he 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 had hit me up. He was doing a show uh, at the harbor, mm -hmm. and he wanted to roll through. And it was a trip because, you know, I, I've, I've never met him until he came into the studio. And he that's where he told me he had grown up out, out here. And I slowly see him, you know, do his thing. But that dude, uh, that dude works, man. Yeah. And to see him doing like a lot of the, you know, some of the podcasts that I listen to now. Uh, <laughs> I know the, the funny one that I seen him in was the, the Bobby Lee. Have you seen that one? Dude, my sister was telling me, and she's like, "You have to yeah, watch this." Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just it's just funny to see him uh, create all these different characters. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he, he's a cholo fit, right? Yeah, he's cholo fit. Yeah, cholo fit. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people know him from that. Yeah, that's actually where I knew him from. Was the cholo? I'm like, oh shit, that's that cholo fit guy. And then yeah. uh, and then I I kind of recognize recognize his name after that. I'm like, oh okay, this guy's a comedian. I get it. Um, but yeah, shout out to him, man. Yeah, he's he's. I remember the first uh, the first uh, time I seen him use the 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 cholo uh, character. Uh huh. It was like the what's a what's a the dog whisper. Oh, um, Caesar Milan, I think. It well, is. they did they did a twist on that and call it the cholo whisper, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like a little skit. It was funny, bro. And that's what like yo, like that shit's funny right there. Hey, no wonder it connected so much with me because he's from out here. Yeah. I'm like, this dude has to be from like somewhere <laughs> around here, dude. Yeah, if you if you search him, bro, like he there's there's like certain you know interviews or or things where he brings up. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think his parents still live in Camarillo. Oh, that's what's up, dude. Hell yeah. Um, speaking of comedy, on this Friday we're gonna go see um, Tim Dillon. Do you know who Tim Dillon is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go see him at Levity um that should be pretty good though I, I love levity you ever go there yeah yeah we used to do shows there like once a month oh, that's right that's right and then uh we've uh you know we've built relationships with a lot of the comedians because you know we've always been a fan of promoting their work you know i i think comedians were were hustlers back when i first got into radio because you know they wanted their shows to be successful so when they would come into the market you know, we didn't have no TV stations or, or anything big like that. So, you know, they always like to do radio. Mm -hmm. So so building a relationship with comedians back then and to see them now where they're at, it's just, it's just dope to see what success you can get from just, you know, continuing and being consistent on doing your craft. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to a lot of uh, a comedy-based uh, podcasts. I listen to Rogan a lot. He'll have a lot of mm -hmm. comedy um, people on there and it really just sounds like a grind yeah um so so some of the first comedians that, that we did like like uh like gabriel iglesias he was he's one of the biggest comedians in the world now mm. uh that dude was doing like little lounges like in oxnard oh like wow. back when i started doing radio 
And then uh, Felipe Esparza was one of his openers. He was the first guy, actually, that I heard him uh, use the word fool as a... <laughs> To brand something, yeah, because he has the what What's Up Fool podcast. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, and I remember he had gave me a shirt, and I just wanted it because it said it said fool? the word the the word fool on it. But it was it. I mean, it's so dope to see their grind, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it, it is, dude, and it's very motivating. Because mm-hmm. um, if you had, if you personally hadn't seen a cousin or a friend or something grow up and then become successful, anybody could tell you like, oh, this is how you do it. But it really doesn't resonate, mm-hmm. you know. So the more you start to see people fra- locally or people that that you've seen grow from the bottom, and then you just watch their work, then it kind of like paints a picture in your head, like you know what? Yeah, everybody can do this, mm-hmm. you know. And it just takes that every single day, you know, focusing on it and, and building towards it, and and learning from like your 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 L's that you take, you know, mm-hmm. learning from the lessons and learning what works what doesn't and then just taking like uh like those risks you know yeah and i i think like you know being consistent and and you know doing the work there was a a a conversation that i have heard from a comedian they were talking about a comedian that i that i knew and i i know he's funny and you know he still does comedy but it's sad when you hear like other other people that know he's funny that's doing that they're doing the same thing and they kind of say like, you know what? He's he's good, but he could have been a lot better. But he didn't want to put in the work. Mm. And yeah. you know, some of these cats like they'll 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 be an opener for a headliner, and travel the country just to build that network and that fan base. And you know, sometimes you get caught up in your comfort zone, and it's sad to hear like like the story I just told you. Like that dude could have been big, but he was lazy yeah 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 definitely talent talent will only get you so mm-hmm. far you got to put in that work yep um speaking of comedians uh do you see that whitney cummings when she was going to come to levity and oxnard oh bro you know what a lot of people tag me on that mm-hmm. and it's funny because uh we've had her on the show before oh okay and uh i had tweeted something and then she replied to it and uh when I seen the video, it, it 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 looked bad, bro. Did it resonate to you as a joke? No, me neither. Yeah, I mean it's it's one thing. It's one thing to be at the comedy club and 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 the comedian jokes about like where the fuck am I For at? Sure. Like all I seen was fields in this. You get a lot of comedians do that doing that. But when you're doing whatever, I don't know if she was doing a podcast or she was just promoting something. It looked like she was on a a podcast. And then from the clip that went viral was another podcast that will do like recaps or Mm -hmm. whatever of of like uh, media that goes viral or something. And they were the ones that were sharing it. See, and and the way the way I judged it, like I'm, I'm a big fan of comedy, bro. And I like roast. Uh, I like uh, uh, the very dark, inappropriate humor. Same. So I'm I'm pretty open minded when it comes to comedy. But when I seen that clip, I was just like, oh, man, she's she's shitting on the wrong place, bro. For sure. Yeah. And sure enough, like, you know, people uh, were sending me the clip and then they did their own thing. Like, oh, yeah, try try to come to Oxnard, see what happens. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, it's going to get real now. She's gonna get fucked up. But 
what I tweeted was a reaction that I was seeing that I seen happening as mm-hmm. as I tweeted that. All I said was uh was a uh, uh Levity Live or Winnie or or Winnie Cummings better cancel this show. It's not going to be good or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then she replied something like like you know, oh stop, it's just comedy or whatever, but people started going in on her like local people mm-hmm. off off of that that reply yeah it uh for anybody that didn't see i'm sure you could youtube or just put whitney cummings uh oxnard uh yeah i've been to levity so many times mm-hmm. and i've seen so many comedians that that i really love and that's like their opener you mm-hmm. know like oh where the hell are we what is this what and it's funny yeah but she didn't make it funny it wasn't funny and that's your job as a comedian mm-hmm. to like to to say edgy things and, but just to make it still a joke yeah you know she was being very disrespectful and then now think she what what it made it seem like is that she is so high and mighty that her following is going to come no matter what yeah. she says no matter if she shits on shits on oxnard or, or what have you you know uh, we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, I had Smooth on from Smooth Barbershop. Okay, that's we a homie like, right there. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, dude. We were like, I'm super critical of Oxnard, but because I've I'm I grew up there. Mm-hmm. You didn't grow up there, nah. <laughs> don't say don't say shit. You, you you don't have the room to say shit. If you're born in Ventura, Camarillo, yeah. wherever, don't don't say anything. That's you know right. what? I I get shit because you know I I grew up in the 805 and I grew up in Santa Paula. Mm-hmm. I lived in Oxnard. I lived in Fillmore, but uh, being in radio and always, always having to represent this area, like anything that falls under the 805 umbrella, like I, I got love for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I might, I might be making jokes or talking shit about certain things, but I try to, I try to make it into something, and always have the 805 is back for sure regardless regardless you know like sometimes like you'll be in a different city or a different town and you'll see something that connects you back to the 805 like the 805 beer for instance yeah 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 like when that came out and you started seeing that shit at costco and you're like visiting family in vegas yeah, or somewhere worldwide. you're like oh shit 805 yeah but yeah what she did what Winnie cummings did like i i'm a fan of her work yeah like, yeah, yeah. like I've, I've always been a fan of her work and when I seen what what started going on, I was like, "Oh, that's not gonna be a good look for her if she comes over here." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll listen to her on Rogan and stuff, and she's cool. You know, I never mm-hmm. had any issue with her. I still don't. I just know that that's like sometimes you do things in the the heat of the moment, and you have to pay for them. Oh yeah, and it 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 hit her pocket no you, matter what. And you've seen you've seen other comedians do it in in and not not dissing a city, but even dissing a a person or dissing a race, and it doesn't end good for you know for them yeah if you're funny you don't have to go to that level Mm -hmm. you could figure out something else i mean i mean when we have comedians on 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 the radio like they'll they'll talk similar shit but it's it's a lot different than the way she tried to deliver that that uh her promoting a show versus you know the comic being in the studio and talking to the area trying to promote the show yeah you know the the one thing that really stuck to me that i i knew it was her real feelings um was that she said that she lives in the 805 and i'm like okay if you live in the 805 
Oxnard already has its stigma mm-hmm. and you know it already yep. has its stigma. So that's why you were like going ultra in because that's I'm sure a lot of people that live in like T.O. or something. Yeah, I've heard it. Mm-hmm. I've heard it. Oh, you're from Oxnard, you know, over the hill. You always feel that and like, damn, man, like Oxnard, you, you can't be talking about it like that, <laughs> you know, because it's it's no matter what it is, bro. It's such a beautiful city. Yep. Dude. It's such a beautiful city. There's so much culture. You know, we recently moved uh, to Camarillo mm-hmm. and we love Camarillo, bro. But when we go to Oxnard, we have to go for an errand or something like that. I'm like damn, I kind of miss this shit, dude. There's like culture, bro. <laughs> yep, There's so car much. washes and shit. Yep. And then you see low riders driving around and taco men. And just like, just, just the feeling like on a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, the parks are all popping and yep. shit. You're like, dude, this is culture, yep. you know? And I don't know if there's any other city in the 805 that has that sort of the cultural feeling. Yeah, I think I mean I mean I think they're the the bigger ones, obviously. But I mean I think you know like you know I I see that in Santa Paula and I see that in Fillmore. But I mean I I think you're right. Like you know uh, I've never li- lived in Camarillo, but I know like sometimes like uh, when you're li- when you're looking for the elote man or the or the paletero, you're not gonna nah. find it in Camarillo at a Hell. random corner or something. Hell no, <laughs> you, dude! You have to go to Oxnard. You have to go to one of the hoods, and then you know. They're in every corner. You're, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're you're totally right. There's there's pluses and minuses to everything. Yeah. And at this stage in this age in my life, I want that like calm, chill life. Yeah. You know, not not super uh, uh busy. Yeah. That's I mean, you're still busy. you're still in the eight oh five at the end of the day. So all day. Yeah. For sure, man. I I, I definitely hold that shit on my back, dude. Because it it made me who I am, mm-hmm. for better or worse. It made me who I am. And, you know, for, for me to get to any, for me to start learning things that have helped me in my life, um, I want to just put that out there and hopefully I can help others. Yeah. You know, like I was saying that somebody didn't have a, a, a brother or something like that, that, that had success in their field, mm-hmm. but maybe I know him from cars. Maybe I know him from school or yeah. something like that. So then it, hopefully what we do uh, even this, you know, mm-hmm. even sitting here with you, bro. I know we've we've gained a, uh, a good friendship since right. we met, but like this is still big to me, bro. Mm-hmm. Because because what you represent to the eight hundred five is so huge, and for me to be able to call you a friend, like like that's big. Yeah. And I never thought it would even get to that position. And and you know what? Growing up, when I lived in in Santa Paula, like seeing someone that was you know like. Uh, doing something positive or or you know playing for a certain baseball team mm. and you knew they were sent from from your city from santa paula it kind of it kind of put like a lot of pride in it and you're like man if that dude can do it or if they're doing something like why can i do it for sure so so like you uh you you saying you moved to camarillo but you know you still have and show a lot of love to Oxnard, like you know that's sending like a good message to a lot of kids in Oxnard who probably feel like, oh, I'm just, I'm just a kid from Oxnard. Like, you know, how am I going to get there? But man, like, like, like I said earlier, if you're consistent and, and you want to follow that dream, you could, you could, it don't matter where you're from. For sure. For sure. It doesn't. Um, you just think about all the, the athletes that have come out of Oxnard. Oh yeah. Even like, 
boxing, bro. Terry, Terry Pendleton or mm-hmm. something like that, you know. Uh, yeah, boxing. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, boxing is so huge out here. I remember when we watched Vargas. Like, damn, dude. Yeah. That's like, that's Oxnard right there. You know, Robert Garcia, like, yeah, that's repping Oxnard, yeah. dude. And um, and then his kids, Vargas' kids right now are killing it, all three of them. They're boxing? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're out in Vegas. Yeah, they're right? out in Vegas. Dude, shout out to Fernando Vargas, man. That 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 dude was viral before viral. Bro. Oh, yeah. How are you going to make people have your haircut, <laughs> dog? How? Exactly. Uh, and Phil's can... gone wild. Or who was it? Re- someone recently posted him. Oh, really? The old pic. Oh, I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to everybody that had the Vargas bangs <laughs> back. And in that's the what day. they call it, uh, the, the Vargas haircut. <laughs> Give me the bangs, dude. <laughs> Who else? Who else has something that a fucking haircut? Right. Just to them. That's <laughs> lit. Shout out to him, man. But yeah, for people um, just trying to do something in the 805, like you guys are doing something amazing for them with the 805 locals, dude. Like you've had us on there and that's helped out so much, man. Not only for the business, but just for for my me morally, like mm-hmm. how I feel inside. Like, man, this is like an accomplishment that i've made to be on the radio and then i see all the people that you have i'm like damn you're you're putting on so many people dude yeah i think i think the the pandemic opened up my eyes to to uh just to see what the struggle is for a lot of businesses you know a lot i i feel like in a business like one of the big things is is marketing Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people think like if you have something good that people are just going to know about it. Yeah. Like you, you still have to put the message out there. So, uh, when they gave us a green light to, to do that, I was like, Oh shit, we're going to run with this. Yeah. And even like now this year, uh, I'm working on, on doing a, a, a local business of the week where we actually highlight them with, uh, uh, on our website, on social media and with commercials. So now someone who couldn't afford uh, uh, radio commercials, like we're going to figure out a way to make it work for them to put, you know, their brand out there. So you're going to offer like a whole package kind yeah, of deal yeah, thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's so much value to that. Dude. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what I think. Like, you know, sometimes like, w- well, during the pandemic, pandemic more, I seen how much restaurants were struggling and it was, uh, it was it was sad to read some of the messages that we were getting because they were like if this doesn't work i don't know what i'm gonna do Mm. so you know obviously we didn't have the money to to help them you know stay open but we could use our platform to put the the word out that this restaurant is open for business and and kind of give details of they're doing carry out they're doing deliveries and that's important. Like, you know, people ain't going to know about your restaurant just because, you know, you have an open sign and open the doors. For sure. Like, you got to let people know what what you're offering, your hours and all that stuff. Yeah. Have you had somebody on there that, like, really surprised you? Mm, you know, <laughs> you know what's a, what surprises me a lot to, to this day is when people go in there because not because it's for them, but it's because, you know, their mom or dad are the ones that, that run the business, but they're there to be the voice for the business. Mm. 
to see the reaction when when uh, when they figure out that radio works for them because they look at radio as like i'm just gonna be here and talk about it but when they give out like their social media like you know their 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 links to their instagram and they'll be sitting there and the reaction when they say like i just gained 100 followers yeah so so seeing that reaction and then that person being a believer and then wanting to buy commercials it's crazy to see that because they don't they're not believers when it's when you're there pushing your brand bro like you're not like i i don't want to say that i'm doing you the favor but at the same time it's like take advantage of this opportunity man like you never know who's listening what sure. new customers are out there for sure man it's uh you are definitely doing a huge service dude a a, a huge service to well i wouldn't out. i wouldn't be i i don't i wouldn't put it all on me like like the company really like like we've been wanting to do something like this i think i think years ago uh rico and i started doing it with uh with teachers we used to put the spotlight on teachers and do the the teacher of the week because we knew that teachers used a lot of their own income to to buy supplies for the for their classroom so if we knew a bunch of people why not get like sponsors to give them a gift card mm -hmm. give their kids whoever nominated them a, a a pizza party yeah like that might that might sound cheesy but i remember when that shit happened when i was in school that was like like a way to get out of of doing shit and just have a, a little a little classroom party bro dude when they rolled the tv in, <laughs> exactly I, fucking, I didn't care <laughs> reading rainbow bro put lavar lavar burton or whatever put yep. that one for a little while i'm having a good time but no you're you're definitely right man and i've seen a lot of people um that that i know that they're on their hustle um i see them post up and they're like dude check us out on the radio tomorrow yeah. I'm like, dude, hell yeah man that's so sick dude um, but I get what you mean about, you know, marketing and, and some people not understanding the value in marketing. How much do you lend towards that of being like the old mentality of business versus well, like how how new things are done nowadays? Well, I think I think everything out there, I mean, especially like social media, uh, it's they're all tools for what you're really, really trying to do. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as you're you're sending all the same message on all of them uh it, it's good because sometimes i'll see brands and they're pushing one thing on instagram they're pushing something else and in my mind sometimes i'm like okay what well, are you a clothing line or are you uh gotcha. you know what i mean so well let me let me get your let me get your opinion on this then because before we even met you see downstar around but you didn't know what it was mm -hmm. um Right now we have Downstar, we have Downstar Skate, and then we and have- And it's grown since I met you, bro. Like, like you weren't you were in a skate shop. Yeah, we were in a skate yeah. shop or even the podcast. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 everything is growing, but do you see it, how would you run it? Would you have all three accounts doing their own thing or would you have one that's just an umbrella of the entire company? Probably the umbrella because, I, you know, I'm involved with uh, Persistence Culture mm -hmm. and, and uh, I'm a partner in the, the media department. Uh, but overall, like the Persistence Culture family is like, you know, like I support like, you know, the, the gym part, like like 
persistence culture as a brand like like as the umbrella like there's a lot of things that are there just like nike like you know nike like you know you look at nike if uh if you're a if you're looking for soccer shoes, you know Nike has them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go look for Nike soccer or whatever. Like, you just know the brand. Yeah. So, I, I think, like, pushing the brand. Because I, I do remember when I told you, like, you know, when I seen the sticker, I was like, what is it? Is it a cloning brand? Is it a yeah. Is it a record label? <laughs> like For sure. I remember asking you that. But now that that I'm looking the way people move because I, I think, I think a lot of us get caught up in, in our way mm-hmm. and we don't see how the world is changing. But I think you, you are open to everything just like, like us with persistence culture. Like why wouldn't you have like a record label down the the road? If for it sure. makes sense for, for downstar. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, whatever interest that I have, I'm figuring out, how that that to make anything work. yeah could be under the downstar umbrella so would you say say we have this the skate profile keep growing that by itself and then every once in a while put stuff on the main page downstar with skate stuff or just consolidate everything to one i i would keep them separate because i mean you have you, you you're you're heavy on the on the car world mm-hmm. uh the skate stuff and and you see it in your lifestyle bro yeah it's not you know that's what I wanted to come yeah. off as. I wanted to come off as as genuine because I don't like to support people who are doing something that it's not genuine. Or they say like there's a lot of money in this. For like, sure. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh man, which brings me to my next question, dude, is like I I have this buddy who has a YouTube channel and I was watching his channel and he said a couple things that were like keywords to me, like Oh, I gotta just make sure that they're not playing any music. I don't want to get demonetized. Mm-hmm. And then another thing about like, oh, how the following's changing or whatever. And I'm just like, how much do you sacrifice your creativity, right, for the way that the machine runs? You know, where do you find like like your fine line between? keeping keeping the brand or whatever you're doing in a certain way but then doing other things because uh, like me for for instance myself like sometimes i'll do a podcast and if like a sound is playing or music's playing or nothing like if it if it vibes or if an edit i'm doing if it vibes like i'll take the l mm-hmm. on the monetization and it's easy for me to say because i'm not making thousands of dollars per e each upload but how important do you think that that is uh, is keeping your creativity versus like just doing or not cussing in youtube videos no more because the algorithm just changed i mean for me personally like i i I mean it it, it's happened a couple of times on my instagram uh you know a lot a lot of that stuff you could monetize it now there's been a couple of months where they 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 like suspend my account for the month Mm. where i can't monetize it and like i guess i'm like you i'll take the l uh i just been figuring out these past couple of years like it's not all it's not all about getting a check from you know i work for the radio station mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like you know how they say like your nine to five pays the bills and the five to nine is is your hustle mm-hmm. so with the persistence culture stuff like that takes up a lot of my time uh you know, and and some of some of the the little things that I do have to buy for it comes from 
from my nine to five. But at the same time, it's like I figured out how to monetize my Instagram, how to monetize uh, the Facebook page. But I, I, I don't see I, I, I don't see me like uh, not using music or certain things. Like if if I'm gonna take an L for that month, I'll figure it out next month. You for know sure. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unless it's like, uh, it's it's gonna be a major hit where it's gonna affect my family. Yeah. I mean, like today's for, today was a good day. Like yeah. chill out. <laughs> like you're good, Ice yeah. Cube. We'll just put something else on it. Yeah, but yeah, I, no, I I mean I, I see what you're saying, and I've seen that happen with people. Like some people like forget about like what's going on in the real world just because they want their numbers to be right. Yeah, which I ain't mad at you if that's if that's what your goal is. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like maybe content is is gonna change where the that the the people that obviously do that and doing it just for the numbers and just doing it for you know the brand deals and things like that? Do you think that that is becoming too transparent and it's it's kind of like off putting? Well, I think I think people with money are the ones that are buying a lot of this shit i mean I, I i don't know if you heard but i mean music i i consider it like like a uh you know like content like mm-hmm. so justin bieber just sold his music catalog this fool's like what 27 28 years old he sold his entire music catalog for 200 million bro like royalties and publishing oh, wow so so he pretty much sold his content that he's created since he was what 13 yeah, yeah, when he yeah. when he first got into the business so that's not that's not a, a bad deal for him you know what i mean that's pretty much the money he would have made in the next i don't know 20 30 years off of that yeah he just got it up front now where do you think that that shit's going because i see that happening a lot nowadays well i think i think with that like you know I mean, you've seen it happen with Death Row, and, and what did he do? He he pulled all that shit from all the streaming platforms. Mm. So I don't I, I I don't think you could go to Apple and actually p- pull something that was on uh, Death Row Records. So Snoop acquired yeah. Death Row, mm-hmm. and you're saying he pulled everything? Well, have you have you uh, looked for anything streaming on um, no. off of Death Row? No, I haven't. Yeah, because there's there's a song that I was looking for, and I couldn't find it nowhere. Oh, really? And then I was having a combo with someone. So I think a lot of this shit is like licensing too. Cause you got to remember like, you know, music is used in TV shows, movies. Mm-hmm. So I feel everyone who, who buys those catalogs is, is, you know, they're going to make their money back quick. Yeah. I feel like they already know what the big play mm-hmm. is. But I, th- I think this, this Justin Bieber move, He's he's still young, bro. Like there's so much shit that he could still create and not not only keep his two mil that he made, but for sure. Create more stuff that, you know, maybe in another 10, 20 years, he'll make a, a similar deal. Um Dr. Dre just did that recently, right? Yeah, I think he was doing it. I'm I'm not sure if he did it, but yeah, he he's another one. Yeah, I've been hearing about that a lot lately or lately. Just trying to wonder like what's what's a big play, what's what's gonna happen with all that you know it's it's so weird the the music industry because i listen to a lot of music podcasts mm-hmm. that kind of dive into that stuff and they've been talking a lot about people selling their um selling their royalties and yeah i guess so i like 200 200 million this is gonna sound stupid just doesn't seem like enough for justin bieber's 
entire catalog. Yeah. But how many people are even turn, tuning in for him right now? So you're able to cash out all the shit that you've already been eating off mm -hmm. and you're already done with it. Yeah, that 200 mil is like super good right there, you know? <laughs> right. And then, and like I said, he's still in his 20s, so he still could create m new content For and, sure. and, you know, do another deal like that in another 10, 20 years. Damn. What would you do with 200 mil, dude? Straight up right here. Like, I just gave it to you. Like, hey, here. You know what? I'd, I've, I've always, uh, uh, you know, with the lottery getting big uh-huh you always everyone just dreams yeah i've always told myself like i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna make sure that i have my organizations ready that i'm gonna straight up hook up give my part to because i know like sometimes when you get caught up or come up on something you forget about doing your good deed mm. so i i have my <laughs> my organizations that you would give to that i would give to like like right off the bat yeah no me too and i it, got my 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 group of people my circle my small small circle that uh you know i'd probably just give a a, a bag of money to for sure <laughs> i would hit up the uh charity of lamborghini for sure <laughs> i would make a, a Is huge, that, you've been talking about that for a minute bro i'll i'll make a huge donation <laughs> towards them and see what they give me back yeah for sure i'm buying a, a lifetime pass to uh toppers just okay. one, one yeah. time this one time you'd be the first one hundred thousand just give me the card and that's it but yeah i don't know dude uh that's a lot of fucking money there's so much money out there yeah. nowadays dude there is dude and i just think about like i i i just think back to to when i was you know young growing up and i said like man i can't wait to make a million dollars yeah but now like you 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 sit that and you're like that's it like that's for sure that's all i was dreaming for for sure yeah i look at all the dreams that i had when i was younger and they're Even much bigger my, now my, bro. Oh, in my early 20s i'm like Man, that was like such a petty dream, yeah. you know, because that's where your headspace was mm -hmm. at. Like, oh, all I wish is if I had this or I had that, then then life would be amazing. Right. You know? And it's not it's not about what you have. It's like about the journey that you go through and how dope this journey is actually going to be. Because mm -hmm. like the money is that's, that's just one tool. So that's basically like saying like, damn, I wish I had every single tool that snap on offers. It was like, all right, you have everything here. Yeah. Now what the fuck are you gonna build? Yep. What are you gonna do with with all these tools? Yeah. And I I think I think when you when you mentioned the like you know you have two hundred mil like what would you do, bro? I've always told myself like yo like twenty years old, end of the first quarter. Forty years old, mm. you're at halftime. Sixty, end of the third quarter. Mm. So now, to me, if I get to eighty, that's a good life, bro. Hell yeah. So I'm always thinking like, ah, if I, I could use a meal per year to live. So honestly, like oh, I, yeah, pro I, sure. pro out of, out of those 200, I'd probably give to I, who I would have to give. And then the other, uh, keep 40 mil per year mm -hmm. or whatever life I have left. Yeah. And then just, you know, who knows what I would do with the rest, but. I don't know, man. Like I, I think a lot of people like get caught up in like the big house. Like I've, I was like that at one point, but now I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of shit to clean up and Facts. maintain and do all For this sure. shit. 
Yeah, I was listening to this one. Uh, this one entrepreneur is Andy Fursella. Um, he was talking about how he had like this big ass pad, and he's like, "Bro, I have to have people here twenty four seven maintaining yeah. the house." It's like I don't want this shit. I don't want anybody here. I don't want the gardener here. I don't want like why would you want those headaches? Yeah. You know, just just because that's what that's what society deems as success is a huge house in Malibu, you know, which would be fucking sick. Yeah. But it's like, yo, what else comes with yeah. this? And I think that that for me, success is freedom to be able to do whatever I want with my time. Yeah, that's how I that's how i deem success now and i'm i'm reaching success but i don't feel like i'm there yet mm -hmm. because i still have to come in i still have to make the business move and i still have to do these these grind things yeah. they're at a different level that they were in the past but still i'm still on the grind and growing and you're growing at the same time for sure and i need to keep grinding because it's everything is yeah. growing i rem i remember uh uh this was years ago I went to a, a a friend's house and he down done great for himself and he had a big house and and uh, uh, he showed me his water bill mm -hmm. and I was like that's fucking more than what I pay for, no shit. for my monthly and and that fucking really threw me off bro that's just his water bill and then like when we were talking about it I was like yo why is your water bill so much. So when he started breaking it down and, you know, how big his property was and making sure, you know, the grass was green and all the, all the showing off you do for people who don't give a fuck. Mm. Then I realized like, I don't know if I want a big house. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I want a water bill that big. And I, that was before the water prices were what they are today. So has it changed a lot? I don't know. He moved, he moved away, but we're out of a drought now, dude. You think so? We have to be. That shit was raining like crazy, bro. Nah, you see bro, that I think, shit? I think they just keep making shit up. I think they're lying. I, I think so. They're lying about it. I mean, I think there's man. there's shit I agree with and shit I don't, but I think the one that 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 that, that did it was the toilet paper thing during COVID. Mm. But then now, like fucking eggs, bro, how expensive they are now. Like, I'm just like, what's gonna be next? Man, they got us with the gas, they got us. And I, I, I personally think, and I hate like talking politics and all this shit. I think, I think a lot of, a lot of people don't pay attention to, to the shit we, we, we vote for. Yeah, for sure. For it's sure. just like, like what's cool? Like, what are we going to go with? Yeah. Um, I think that's why we're in the situation we are today. I think because everybody just voted, uh, voted with their, their emotions, mm -hmm. whichever fucking way. It, it goes that people are voting for their emotions and um i don't know how much faith i really have in the votes anyways right i don't know if that's how we even really get people in you know i i it's hard for me to even co-sign that that's that's even a reality yeah and i think now with all the information or access to information that we have just confuses you any more because you have people like you know telling you one thing then you go to someone else and they tell you a different thing and you you end up thinking like does this this shit that i say or do even matter what do i what do yeah. i even know i don't know i like the older i get the more i feel like i just don't know mm -hmm. anything i don't know we could be in a whole simulation right now bro who the fuck really <laughs> knows dude <sighs> 
that's how I feel, brother. Um, but I want to talk to you about persistence, man. Tell me a little bit more about that, uh, how you ended up working with them, and actually what it is for people who, who aren't familiar with the brand. So Persistence Culture is a, is a CrossFit gym, and I met uh, Enrique, who, uh, you know, we call him the godfather of persistence just mm. because he's, he's involved in every department, and he's he's the man behind Persistence Culture, and he teamed up with some some of the trainers and and some of the other owners and they did the, this crossfit gym i joined it right before the pandemic and then uh you know that's when everything kind of shut down so i i was still involved with it and then we launched the we we were talking about launching a media department which you know was a podcast studio and, and camera stuff and uh we're, we're coming up on our 100th episode on that but while that was happening He's also involved in the apparel department. There's the the meal prep service. Oh wow, they do meal prep yeah. as well. So it's 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 like a there's a lot of shit that goes on, and it's all for for you know staying in shape, health stuff, and and I just believed a lot in in what what he was talking about, and I've always wanted to start my media company. I think I told you even before I started it. And mm-hmm. So when I when I would chop it up with Enrique, it just it just happened to be the the a good opportunity and not only that i was able to to be a a part owner of Mm. of it and that that really like got me excited to like start doing it and jump on it you know we've of course anything you do you you come across like speed bumps that slow you down but you know just just being surrounded by by the right people and making shit happen like that was that was the team i needed for that you know and and Enrique has always been like a very supportive and he's not you know something I I've done business with other people and and it's it's a lot different mm. than than what it is cuz sometimes they'll tell you they'll tell you like like things to to shut you up or stop asking questions but he's always been like you know like 100% real about everything and straightforward about it so so what do you can you elaborate a little more on on that like the difference between working with him and and others like what is it that is a quality that would make a good leader like enrique uh he built he builds us to 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 be like him Mm. you know what i mean like he's he's younger than me but i learned a lot from him bro like uh there's there's sometimes situations where you surround yourself with with people that you think are good for you but most of the time looking back like i was surrounded by 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 a lot of yes men who would just agree with me to see what they can get or or see what they can use uh for their benefit Mm. here is like we're building something and if you're doing something wrong or you're slacking off like like yo get your shit together and it's not like like uh like you for instance like you 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 gotta motivate yourself because this is your shit yeah like you you might be able to get away with like i don't feel like going in today but they they got it they know what they're doing but if you're not here every let's say you start going from missing one day to missing a week yeah and then like ah, i'm not going in this month they got it like yeah. like business would start probably going down for you in, yeah. in certain areas for sure so i i think the motivation of of 
what comes from conversations with them or even meetings like bro there's not there's not a day that goes by where there's a group text that motivates you to get your shit together mm. not just with the persistence stuff but with with life in general and and other shit you got going on like sometimes like i'll get up to go to work and i'm i've already had like three phone calls on my drive to work with people which like it's four o'clock in the morning bro oh my gosh <laughs> damn and and you know you know who's another one that 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 you know sometimes like he'll call me randomly and he's all like ah, i knew you would answer is big pep yeah so that dude will hit me up because he gets he gets up early too and a lot of a lot of the people in 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 that group you know we we're early grinders bro yeah and and i think just having the right people around you and that's that's to me that's what you know the persistence culture families that that's that's uh that's what we do you know we're building something but at the same time we uh motivate and push each other like building each other yeah that's beautiful man uh shout out to big pep he has his podcast pep talk yeah uh, pep that's talk. through you guys right yeah that's very cool yeah he's got his uh his uh podcast and uh we run it on on the persistence culture channel uh apple apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. spotify and and uh there's a couple of them that 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 we have i know jason who's who's uh 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 the co-host on on the main one uh he he does a sports one too so it's 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 not just focused on like gym stuff but it's just like you know we interview local businesses we we uh we we just get real people kind of like what you do man yeah because i you know like we we had this combo where your podcast is not about like what your business is it's just a podcast yeah that's uh i was telling somebody this the other day is the reason it's called downtime with downstairs because this is on my downtime like Mm -hmm. every day everything is just focused around cars and cars and i'm just like okay i like other things too besides just cars but the, the cool thing is it's under your brand and and those conversations come up yeah for sure yeah and then we'll have somebody on that has a world record or something like that which it's super notable to 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 highlight those things but i want to actually highlight the person and see how they were able to get that world record yeah and you know just break down the whole story all the way down to where they were a kid and and hopefully somebody could listen to that and be like damn i relate to this guy on this level yeah you know like uh, lorenzo booker you know lorenzo booker he he played for i think it was like four nfl teams dude he's mm-hmm. they're about to open the bard boys the um the the marijuana shop in el rio uh it's like a wellness mm-hmm. i think that's what they, the, they call it it's about to open up um him and ronnie jenkins his cousin yeah. and both of those guys play for the nfl and they come from the south side of oxnard yeah you know so we have them on the pod people can listen to their story and be like damn i live right there yeah i live right by that market you know yeah. i went to that high school what is the difference what what did they do different that i can do differently to be able to get to that point yeah you know and a lot of the similarities are just you know like you say consistency man yeah just don't give up and every day i i always like at the end of the day consciously or not i think about the whole day yeah and what made me feel good and what didn't make me feel good Mm -hmm. you know how did i interact in this situation take a step back and look at it and be like man i could have actually approached it 
a different way yeah or like damn today was such a good day you know we did this and did that i'm stoked i yeah. feel good for the day but it's all about for me is that 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 self-evaluation yeah see like yeah am i on the the right path am i doing things right did i let how i feel my anxiety or that i took time to to eat late so it kind mm -hmm. of messed up my mood like what can I do better so that stuff yeah. doesn't... Do I need to get some snacks or whatever stupid <laughs> shit, yep. you know? Whatever I got to do. Um, so you being like an, somebody that has to be up early, you know, you're doing things throughout the day. Like, how do you get throughout the day? How do you manage all of that stuff? What are some tools that, that really help you out? Uh, I think I think one of my biggest things in the, you know, since the pandemic was... Uh, I've never been good at time management and I feel like that's been a struggle and that's something that I've been working on more because I've always been that person that, you know, if, if, uh, if I say I'm going to meet with you, like I'm, I make sure I'm there like at least five minutes early. Uh, if I forget, you know, I'll drop whatever I'm doing just to go to the meeting. Mm. So now like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like more, trying to work on my time management more than 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 anything just mm -hmm. because just because like if i'm not if i'm if i'm like dedicating myself to building this this uh, persistence media department a lot of a lot of that work and time goes after i'm done with with you know my work shit mm -hmm. so if i'm not giving it my my 100 percent on something that i'm building for myself in my future like i'm i'm at the end of the day i'm cheating myself facts so I just, I mean, even when I mentioned time management, bro, like sometimes like I'll be focused at work and I'll get up and I was like, shit, I haven't ate like in six hours, bro. Like I better go get some mm -hmm. to where like, you know, there comes in like the meal preps. Like I make sure that I have that. I forgot whose, whose podcast I was listening to. I think it was big peps. Mm -hmm. He had, uh, he had Nolan on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was pep. And he was, he was talking about how. You know, we talk about all this shit that we want, but sometimes like we 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 forget to take care of our bodies and our health because if we do meet that million dollar goals or ten million dollar goal, like if your health ain't there, bro, like you're not going to be able to enjoy that other goal that Facts. you wanted. So like I've been thinking more about like my health and like, you know, trying to lose weight. Like there's a lot of shit that runs in my family that. I don't want to deal with diabetes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with, you know, shit that I could prevent, you For know, sure. from what I eat or, or what I do. For sure. So as far as time management goes, what are, what are some tools that you actually use that, that help you out with it? I think, I think I, I try to plan on my, how you reflect on what went on, like in the morning, mm -hmm. like I'll, I'll, I'll try to plan out my day. Mm. You know, I, I plan out my day and I'll go through my calendar and make sure like, all right, I got, I got the podcast with what's with, uh, with, with Frank. So let him, let me, uh, put like a three hour window on that. And before I was like, if, if, if I had to be here at, at, uh, let's say noon, like, like we met today, I would probably run a call or a, or a meeting until 1155, knowing that I'm five minutes away and rush over here mm. to where now it's like all right i got i got this with frank let me end this at 11 30 
and that gives me 30 minutes to get over here or get something to snack on if i have to yeah versus before i wouldn't give a shit and just probably be here hungry and you could hear my stomach growling and on the mic and shit but (laughs) but now i try to like you know time shit out more and and make it make sense to to me trying to accomplish something because before bro like i would just throw shit on my calendar and then if i would reflect at what went on throughout the day it was nonsense bro like a lot of the times like just wasting time not wasting time but just doing a bunch of busy work that that it's all right if I didn't do it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Or meetings that I, so I don't need to meet with you. You don't need to do that right now, which yeah. is going to compromise my time mm-hmm. that I'm going to be spending. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I've been actually just thinking about like a, a better tools to be able to keep track of the day and then what's going on. Um, I see a lot of friends use like the notes section. Yeah, know? I use I use notes a lot uh, as, as reminders, but also like... You know, our studio is like a, a couple of buildings down here from from where you're at. Uh, I also give myself, like I said, I give myself more time. So, like, if I do bump into someone, I had a chance to the last time we, we talked. Yeah. I knew I had like an hour extra to like chop it up with you or mm. do something. And, and that's why we're here, because we got to connect and network sure. and just catch up in conversation. And, and you're always going to run into someone, bro. It's just the way of, of, uh, I, I know people who are like, Hey man, someone's, if I run into someone, they're only getting 15 minutes of my time and I'm moving forward. Mm. And I've seen the way they work and it, it works for them, bro, because I know how busy they are and they still get to catch up with someone. And I, I just feel like now with what I do at work compared to before, it's, it's like crazy, bro. It's not like, when you had a team of people helping you mm. with with everything else that goes on in that building now it's just me and and three other people in there it's still the same task got to get yep. done yeah i feel you man so with uh with persistence and the uh the media that you want to start um the stu- the studio um what is like where do you see that being at in the future uh, I think so. So they, they, they've been building the CrossFit uh, gyms. Uh, we have uh, the, the Ventura location that they have, and then they have the Camarillo Moore Park. And I know there's a couple locations that they're opening uh, outside of the 805. So the kind of the formula, well, my vision with the media department is, is, is I want to be able to have a studio everywhere there's a gym. That way we're able to connect with these people that are coming into these gyms because, bro, like these, these, uh, when, when I first started going on into a persistence, it's a lot different than when you go to a regular gym. Mm. Like, I feel like when you go to a, 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 just a gym, uh, you know, you go in there to do what you got to do. But I feel like, like these gyms, you have a lot of professionals that you're dealing with. It's almost like you're, you're you're going to get your health right, but you're surrounded by a lot of successful people that you could share information with. Oh, okay. You know, like doctors, nurses, uh, 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 they all have cool stories that you could have on the podcast. Mm. Uh, so, so I, I think like when, when, when you're, 
when I went to persistence, I felt like it was like I could learn a lot from these people. Got you. So if we have a, a, a gym, like let's say uh, in Arizona and we have a podcast studio, like those are some cool stories that we could share, not only with, you know, someone from that's a part of our uh, of our culture, but also share it with the world with the with the podcast. Yeah. So at this location right here, what do you guys actually do? Is there a gym right here or? No, this is uh, uh, where we're at. It's the it's the gym and not the gym. I'm sorry, the the apparel department and the the podcast studio. Okay, got you. I would like to check it out if yeah. I can one day, dude. Yeah, Just we'll walk ride. over there after this. Okay, cool. <laughs> Where's uh, the Camarillo location for the gym? I do not know, and that's bad on me, bro. Mm. It just uh, well, we just uh, took it over uh, maybe right before the holidays. Okay, yeah. got you. That would be cool, man, because I've actually thought about going to to a gym i we have uh was a planet fitness right across the street i went one time and i've paid like 90 bucks oh since. dude that's the way i am dude like i've always signed up to gyms but i never go but i'm telling you bro like i haven't gone in a minute but i go and pick up my my meal preps and link up with people and and just like being around like you know not just the people that i'm with but a lot of the members that go to to to, to the gym like like bro it's just like so dope to see people more motivating each mm, other yeah that's what i need around me mm -hmm. like motivated people you know um that's why i just love to come to work because my guy gabe out here like dude we just always create together and yeah. just come up with ideas and we're like dude let's just go do it right now and it's just so exciting yeah. you know just i think that that's like if i could if i had my 200 mil uh that's what i would want to do yeah just create you know just just create things and um i feel like sometimes i just get so stuck in my routine in my life and the, okay i go to work this is what i do and then this is what i do at home that i really don't throw many different things um in the mix that challenge me right that i'm not good at that like maybe i could learn something from or just have like a new hobby mm -hmm. or a new skill or something like that and i would definitely like to try something like that for sure yeah it's i you know what i at when i first went i thought it wasn't for me but uh just i mean going you're you're working out mm -hmm. uh you're being healthy but at the same time, it's like being surrounded by like cool people that, you know, you either learn something off of or you end up doing something with them. I never thought that I would partner up with uh, uh, Enrique on this yeah. uh, on this uh, podcast studio. And, you know, I think it's like three years already. We're, we're up to 100 episodes and and just now seeing seeing it grow. I'm just like, man, like it's just who knows if I ever would have took that step to mm. to do it on my own. There's always those little interactions that you have with people and then they blossom into something you're like, damn. Yeah. If I just didn't introduce myself to that person, like none of this shit yeah. would happen. And then it makes you think like, damn, what is not happening right now that could be happening? Yep. Who am I not talking to now that I'll be wishing that I talked that I wish I talked to them sooner? Yeah in the past you know and i i just always look at it like like planting seeds like wherever you can man yeah just and I, I've, I've i've shared that with with people i mean sometimes like i'll talk to to certain people and bro i look i love having a combo with someone and they take uh 
the conversation further than than what our combo was mm -hmm. especially like with an idea that they have for you know putting a show together or putting an event together or or, or business uh i just i just like to see it be bigger than what our conversation was because that tells me like yo you you had a conversation with me but i know you had conversations with other people because i see it in what what you built mm -hmm. um you know and sometimes you have those convos with people and they're not ready and you just got to respect the you know like it was still a good conversation we both learned something off it but you know you're I'm not ready or you're not ready for, for it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely did have one of those convos about the, the event that we want to do with the skateboarding stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's still something mm -hmm. that I do want to do. But like you get those feelings inside yeah, when it's time yeah. and when it's not time. And I forgot about that, yeah, that convo. Yeah. For sure. And that's still something that I want to do. But just like I know the writing on the wall and mm -hmm. I know when it feels yeah. right. And I know when it when I want it. But you know what? Right. Even even when we had that convo, I don't think you still you had the the skate shop and yeah, we were still building on the it. idea was there. I remember yeah, so. and and I remember you saying like, "Yo, my son's into skateboarding, bro!" Like, and I'm you were so, so happy proud, about dude. that. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so stoked on it. He's uh, like I said, we just went snowboarding and we went for the second time, dude, and he is in love. Man, every time that I talk to him, all he talks about is snowboarding now. <laughs> That's dope. And he's like, Dad, can we go again? And I'm like, yeah, we'll go soon, dude. It's, it's a little expensive. <laughs> so maybe I'll have Mountain High on the right? podcast and maybe get a free season pass yep. or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I want to try to to challenge myself yeah. and to do new things. You know, Maybe I'll check that, that uh, the Camarillo location out. You know, give it a try and flip some tires or something. Yeah, I need like to that. introduce you to Enrique too, bro. He's a he's good people, bro. For sure, yeah. I would I would love to. We've talked on Instagram a little bit, but uh, we haven't had a chance to link up. Yeah, because you've been you've been on the podcast. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know we we discussed it back then, and I was like, man, you still haven't met him, dude. Yeah, you know when you came over the other day and we were talking, you really motivated me a lot just to get back on the podcast and get this going. You know, because it's I, I think with me personally, I, I'll, I'll just go through waves and man, sometimes I just don't feel like yeah. talking like I'll, I'm down to talk to anybody at any time. But it's like there's there's a difference where it's like when I'm in the zone, yeah. dude. Oh, bro, it, it feels so good. And there was a one time where I was doing the pod for for twice a week. Yeah. And at that time, I was like, man, I'm on a fucking roll. Everything's good. And, and now then the episodes are like so far apart yeah. from each other. I'm just like, what the hell do I need to do to get back to that point? Mm -hmm. Because I was able to do it before and before I knew less than I know yeah. now. So what do I have to do? And most of it is just kicking myself in yeah. the ass, you know, and having combos with people like you. And you don't have to do it twice. You could do it once, once for a sure. week. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. If you're going to get back into the gym, you don't yeah. have to do it four days a week mm -hmm. just do it one once you get into the routine just start adding to it but it's like well, so so we i think i think we talked about it when i was here where i knew i had to take my ass back to the gym but i've my thing is is like oh, i i can't just jump into it because then i'll find an excuse mm -hmm. not to go back for sure and i think i told you that i've been since since uh like right before christmas i started doing uh 
a mile a day. It's, it doesn't sound like a lot, but then slowly it's two miles a day. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to like get get my cardio right, not worry about running, and then like you know really hit the the back to to the gym because, bro, like I'm getting up there where where I know you know as you get older you start getting those little health scares and shit like that and I don't want to be that dude that that tells myself shit I should have started working out when I first thought about it yeah no you're totally right about that and it's it's it all comes back to like that that war inside of you mm-hmm. where you have those the bitch and the boss voice dude yep. and like the bitch voice wins a lot of time because it makes a lot of sense you know, oh, you got a lot of shit going on, especially if you do have a lot of shit going on more than anybody else in your network. It seems like you're doing a lot because you're doing more than everybody else, but yeah. only you know your true potential. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm not at my full potential. Mm-hmm. And then that's with me. And then that's that war that you're having where it's like, fuck, go get on the bike, you know, go do something. Go drink your water. Just you got to stick to your disciplines. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one thing that I find with myself is always such a consistent battle is is with the disciplines and being able to like ha- having everything. This gives me excuses to be able to slack off. Right. Because now I don't have to worry about waking up in the morning or I don't have to have a boss that's on my ass or something, yeah. which is it feels nice. But then it's a gift and a curse because sometimes you need you got to push yourself yeah to to push yourself and that the the combo that we had just hearing about like all of the aspirations that you had with the podcast and then how you're looking at social media and then you're you're thinking the videos and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. i'm just like fuck dude like that's what i want too i i just need to like kick myself into gear yeah and i i i mean a convo, bro, will change a lot of things. And that's why I was telling you earlier how sometimes you'll have a conversation with, with, with somebody and, and, and to see them take it to the next level. Man, we, we had the, the convo about, about you uh, having, having smooth in here. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was scheduled for later. And then today I walk in and you're like, yo, we did the, <laughs> we did it yesterday. We did it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, so see, you know, seeing things like that, I think, I just think it's dope because bro, like you, you don't know how many times like, like, uh, someone has shared something of with me of what they wanted to do. And, uh, then someone else does it. And all, all they do is brag about how they had the idea mm. or, and they never executed on, on on what the idea was. Yeah. That's another thing, bro. Like when when it's yours, like like you know, with me with with the persistence media side of, of things, you with Downstar, bro, like we could have the best ideas and uh, out there, but if we don't execute that shit, it it don't mean nothing. For sure. So like that's why with you it's like I'm glad I have my team of persistence leaders where they you know they're on my ass like if if someone's if I'm dropping the ball but with you it's like you kind of have to motivate yourself and like you said earlier you 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 sit back and 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 reflect on on the day at the end of the day just to see what you could do better the following day the following week yeah cuz uh man those mind tricks conversations with yourself can 
can mess you up too. For sure. And I think that that's one of my biggest challenges and opportunities is just internally. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've got to the point where if I want to do something, it I can make it happen. Yeah. And I know all the steps in between that I have to do to make it happen. Uh, whether it's just building this studio right mm-hmm. here. I have the idea. I have what it wants to look like. Uh, okay, let's get the tools. Okay, who could I have put it together? Boom, and do it. And now we're here. Mm-hmm. But if I don't even allow myself to get to this point or talk myself out of it or like, oh, I'll just do it later. Yeah. You know, I'll just do it later. It just, life just piles on and piles on. And then like, hey, whatever happened to that? And then you feel like kind of embarrassed, yeah. you know? It's like, fuck, man. You know, one of, one of the things I like on, uh, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people share a lot of like comedy stuff uh, with me, the funny reels and mm-hmm. stuff. But one thing I like about, you know, uh, my persistence culture family was is is I like the the motivational stuff that they share, like videos. Like there was one uh, you you were talking about something similar earlier, like. I believe it was Goggins uh, where he says like, yo, if you get up and you say like, I don't feel like doing this today, like, you know, like, fuck that. Go do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're trying to talk yourself out of it. So I I like getting stuff like that because it, it gets me. It gets me going like, you know, I'm bro. Trust me, I could talk my way out of a lot of shit. But if it's going to be something that, especially something I'm trying to build, like I want to do it. I want to get motivated. I don't want to be like the people I talk to and say like, oh, that was my idea. But, you know, for sure, I would have done it like this. But you never did nothing in the first place. So why are you complaining about something that they executed? Yeah, no, for sure. And you say Goggins, and that's really been helping me out lately because um, I just listened to his newest book. Um and uh just like kicking me back into gear mm-hmm. you know and hearing sometimes like look i don't want to put on my i get up in the morning i'll stare at those shoes for 40 minutes and i'm like <laughs> all right let's go you know let's go and and knowing that somebody like that who runs 100 miles on broken legs yeah still has those feelings that makes me understand that those feelings never go away yeah it's just on how you deal with them that's what's going to change the outcome. But you're never going to ha- stop having those feelings because I always feel like that little voice is just, mm-hmm. hey, well, we could just hang out. Yeah. You know, we could just sleep in a little bit. You know, <laughs> you could, uh, you could just, they'll take care of it. Yep. You don't got to do it. And then that just turns into something. And then it turns into like me having this, 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 I don't even know if I want to call it regret, but just knowing if I would have stuck to the podcast, the two a week, like I was doing, we could be in fucking, 400 episodes yeah. right now and what could have come from that mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm still young and i'm still hungry and and like that that time that i spent not doing the podcast went to spending time with my family yeah spending time with my daughter and so the time it, the time was used uh it just i need to get back mm-hmm. to building things that i have a passion for which is like this, which is like the skate shop, which is like cars, you mm-hmm. know? It's like sometimes it just gets so involved in regular life where I just forget, like, man, I mean, just go in the garage and just wrench for a while, yeah. you know? Just do something for me, go for a little skate or something like that. Yeah, I think I think you mentioned earlier uh, the audiobook thing. Uh, mm-hmm. 
that's that's what I do on my drive home and uh, on my way to to work is like I I have to be listening to an audiobook every now and then like you know if something if I know something's going on with with work stuff like I'll I'll have my ear on the on the radio station or if just like I, like if I have to monitor something that we're supposed to be running but mm-hmm. other than that I always use my car as as a a way to either find something motivating to listen to or something that I could learn something from. Mm. What are some good books that you've listened to lately? Ah, oh, man. Uh, right now, uh, some, so I always get like uh, uh, suggestions from people or if they suggest something, mm-hmm. uh, I uh, I have it on my list. Right now, I'm listening to one with, uh, uh, with social media stuff. Mm. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's cool. Uh, the art of social media. Okay. Yeah, and I think I. I th- the funny thing is, like, wh- when I was listening to it, I think I had already listened to it. So, so it's there's a lot of good little reminders that you forget to do. It's it's For sure. not like something big, but it's like, wait a minute, I should continue to do that because it it was ha- it was helping me out. Uh, the Fifth Agreement. Mm, that's okay. something that you know the the that we we follow at Persistence Culture a lot. Uh, what is that about? Yo, you need to. I'm gonna. Do you 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 have Audible? Yeah, yeah. You need you need to check it out, bro. Okay. Like it's it's it gets you thinking different on 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 the way you 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 focus on 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 certain things. So it, it's a it's a good it's it, it's a good book. The way that I don't want to fuck it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> but it it's to a me. good I'll, I'll it's a good book to read, bro. I'll definitely listen to it. Uh, someone. Uh, which was the other one that someone suggested? Uh, Uh, tribe Mo- tribe of of mentors is another one that that i that i started uh right now what i have is is i have my my uh on the way on the way to work and on the way home book oh okay so it's one one <laughs> so, one the other day. so it's it's one one because i i caught myself like listening to a lot of podcasts that you know like 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 comedy stuff and you know by the by the time i got home it was cool but you know, I could do that shit at work uh, as sure. my background. Yeah. So, like, I try to use my car as, like, like, almost like going to school. Like education yeah. purposes. Yeah. No, I feel you. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, and that's my yeah. one a week of just, like, catching up on, on current events and laughing and joking. And it's just, it's fun, you know, but I try to limit as many of those that I listen to. And I'll listen to some Rogan because then you'll listen to some experts yeah. in a certain field mm-hmm. or something. And then I feel that I, I retain a lot of that knowledge. It, it sticks. But I definitely need to start listening to more audiobooks. Like, really, I listened to my first one like the last quarter of last year. Serious? Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, bro, why the fuck haven't I been doing this? And I had that stigma in my head. We're like, well, it's not really reading it. And then yeah. I did one, and I'm like, this is way better than yeah. fucking reading it, dude. Because what would you be doing in the car anyway? Just like listening to a pod or something, which is cool. You yeah. know, I'm still gaining knowledge from that, whether it's currently going on or people's opinions on life or mm-hmm. what have you. But then I've listened to the first one that I did was a, the rich dad, poor dad. And that one, the way that like listening to it is so much different than actually reading it. Yeah. And um, that knowledge, it just stuck with me. I'm like, man, 
if if I was able to listen to that book, it's like an eight hour book or what have you, man, I'm I could listen to almost that whole thing at work yeah or in one day yep. you know instead of listening to some music or something yeah. like that whether I, I i mean i do love music a lot but i'm just trying to gain as much knowledge see as I, with me i get i get music at work mm -hmm. all day so sometimes like if i want some quiet i'll put some something in the background that's you know like a, a podcast or or you know uh audiobook mm -hmm. but most of the time at work it'll it will be a a, a pod a, a podcast that i'm listening to and on the way home it'll be like an audiobook that i could learn something from how do you feel about music nowadays you still have a, a big passion for music yeah i mean i i just i one of the things is like you know the the my generation like and and i got it be, I, I get it because when i was younger dudes my age were talking shit about the music back then so it's that's going to be an ongoing thing uh you know there's i i feel there's still some good music that come that comes up but mm -hmm. i don't i don't think like the i don't think in 20 years from now like like now what are we 2023 mm -hmm. you could say man remember snoop's first album I don't feel in in 20 years someone's going to be saying hey man remember Lil Nas X? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I think I think I think it's almost like a machine where people or, or whoever's responsible they're just they're just trying to make hits to make money. Mm -hmm. Back then like you could tell like that Snoop Dogg album or that Dr. Dre album like that's some some timeless stuff that still on our playlist after all these years yeah for sure who who do you catch yourself listening to um nowadays uh right now what do i listen to a lot well of course i gotta listen to the current stuff yeah uh i i, I always listen to the uh the the new music on uh on the apple uh the list they create what what is the what is the list called is it like the like a rap caviar kind of shit or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's kind of like like a like a rap caviar. Uh, but uh, it's this is just like everything that 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 drops. Uh, but they, they I listen to it mostly on uh, it's the the new music daily, and they pretty much just put up the shit that came out that week, and they have a, a playlist. So I I'll listen to that. That way, when I have my music meetings or talk to talk music at work, we kind of know what what music we're gonna add to the playlist and stuff like that. Because mm. usually, I, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Like you know, before uh, radio was the way people discover new music, but since social media has been around, and you know, uh, TikTok is is one of the big ones that artists that blow up on tiktok get signed now mm. so you know a lot of a lot of the the discovery and in, in music new artists is 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 tiktok so i like to i like to listen to to the the new music daily just just because a lot of that stuff is is it's almost a, a no-brainer for stuff that's gonna come up at, in radio how much do you feel like new artists are big from their talent versus their their marketing backing behind them uh well 
See, I it's hard for me to say that because everyone's taste is different. So I so I could say if you like somebody, somebody and they they have a strong following on on IG, I could easily tell you like, yo, that dude's only popping because of his social media. He's his music is trash or whatever, mm -hmm. but I mean, I I think there's a there's a fan base for everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like I had this convo uh with someone about uh uh it was a uh the dude from Fools Gone Wild, Lil Mystery. Mm, okay, how yeah. how his his uh, music you know, like they were just like talking smack about it and I was like, "Bro, but he's doing something." Yeah. Like he's got a fan base, bro. Like what are you doing? Yeah, for sure. So I I I just feel that, you know, it don't it don't matter like 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 your your social following that helps with with the, with with the you know with 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 your music and everything but i feel there's there's a fan base for for everything it don't matter i mean look look at that dude the uh, the one that fools gone wild recently posted and i think like wiz khalifa and a, a lot of artists were were uh we're making kind of making fun of it, but he's like that punker fool. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look at something like that and then all of a sudden, like, you know, people are making fun of it, but then the more people discover them, they're copying that style almost for sure. No, I, at first I was like, this is funny. But then afterwards I'm like, this is cool, man. <laughs> See what it's I, cool yeah. because it's, it's just a different take in music. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, I like when people experiment with music. I like when when artists go kind of try something new, right? You know, um, I love Young Thug, bro. Uh, Free Young Thug, man. He's uh, he came out with that album. It was uh, I think it was like Pretty Thug or Girl or something uh -huh. like that, and it's really like has a big country feel yeah. to it, and that's like one of my favorite albums from him, dude. And I, I just love it, you know. And like like Kanye, like Eight Oh Eights and Heartbreaks mm -hmm. and, and Yeezus. Like those, both of those albums weren't well received, but I like that right. shit. And then Drake with with his uh, honestly never mind. Like most people hate that album, mm -hmm. but I liked it. You know, yeah. whether it's a dance music or what have you, you know, I I like that kind of shit. Um, but as far as music, what do you think? Like the real true metric is to tell if somebody is as popular as they are. Would it be like maybe like a live show? Yeah, and I and I I I think even with that, bro, like if you have a strong following, people are still gonna show up. Mm. Like I've been to shows where where the the music's all right, they have a strong following, and you go you go to their 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 show, and and uh, the people are there. But when you're paying attention to the performance and what they're doing, like it's it's horrible. Mm -hmm. But they have a fan base. Yeah. And I think people are always going to judge it. I mean, there's there's cats that I that that I like, and depending on who <laughs> who I'm around, if they see me looking at it, whether it's uh, their IG or or their music video, you know, they'll label it a certain thing, like just based on what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, I, I totally get that, man. And. Um Bro, the, and 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 nowadays, like, you don't need you don't need a radio station. You don't need a record label. Like, you could put your stuff out there and create your own fan base. And I've I'm seeing that a lot with with 
artists, independent artists, mm. where you know someone who signed might not know who that person is, but these these dudes are still out there doing shows, selling out small venues, and and touring and making good money. Now you being in the industry for so long, if you are in those shoes, would you want the big limelight or would you want your core fan base where no matter what, every time you have a show, it sells out? Um Man, that's a hard one. I've never I've never wanted that. Yeah. That you know, like doing that because I obviously I don't sing or rap or nothing, but I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like I would wanna a quick in and out like mm. make my money do do the big things and then just just get out and then be more behind the scenes ha- helping the the younger cats yeah turn it into something yeah i feel you but there's there's you know there's cats who 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 go where their fan base is like social media the internet really helped helped you find your fans if you're an artist like yeah because you could break down yeah. what city you're popular in and yeah and, and go go, there. go do shows there like before like you kind of had to go do shows like maybe you did arizona and there was six people there and maybe you did you know san francisco and it was packed mm-hmm. so now like if if all your merch is get be you know where your merch is being bought from like those are the cities you need to go hit because you know your supporters are there yeah now not a singer or a rapper what would you want to be if you could baseball player or something like that what 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 would something be that you've always had interest in soccer soccer no way did you play when you were a kid yeah how long did you play for i think till like 20 21 oh shit yeah so when did you start oh probably like six years old five five six years old did you play club i I played club as I uh, when I was older, but I did the AYSO and high school stuff and and junior high stuff. Mm. But uh, I think once I got to high school is when I started playing playing club. Where'd you play at? Uh, Ventura. Oh, okay. So how was your soccer? Um, how was soccer throughout high school? Uh in high school, I I played like my freshman year, and you know, like when you don't make the <laughs> the varsity, you get mad. Mm, so yeah, i yeah, focused yeah. more on on the on the club stuff got you but then on my senior year i got to play uh high school and then uh but the club thing i really liked because it was a lot different than than the the ayso stuff you mm-hmm. know what i mean like ayso you, it was mostly in your city and then when you got to playoffs then you got to go play in camarillo for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. but with club like you you know we traveled a lot and and you know it was you know i was i was older obviously it was more competitive but it just showed me a different world of of uh of what soccer was and i you know soccer was you know the family was just fans of of, of the sport mm-hmm. yeah. but i wish i would have took that a, a more serious so do you remember what it was that kind of took your interest away from it ah the teenage stuff you know you you get friends a girlfriend and yeah <laughs> You kind of forget about certain things. I mean, I've seen that with a lot of people, bro. People that are talented in, in like sports and once they get a girlfriend or mm. or they discover partying and, you know, that kind of takes away from from what you're good at. Yeah. 
Yeah, that shit's always so attractive, yeah. you know, and and it feels good at the time. But you're definitely giving up a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. My son, he's actually uh, he's been in club probably at least eight years. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now he's playing in in cam. This is his second year. He's playing for um for he's on JV now for oh, cam. Okay. Yeah, and he loves soccer, man, and I love that that he loves it and. I just don't want anything to take him away from that stuff. Right. You know, um, he has a really good head on his shoulders and I think it, 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 it lends to the way that we interact with him mm-hmm. and we let him know what to do, what not to do and the reasons yeah. behind those kind of choices, you know? And, and then when he starts to see what we say, Kind why of, why you said why, it, yeah. yeah then it's like oh okay mm-hmm. they're not just telling me this because they're like trying to be a dictator yeah. you know and um i just want him just to just to you know do what makes him happy you right know? And, and soccer really makes him happy um he was on um oaks it was bf310 now it's oaks uh oaks fc and um shout out to his coach coach will he's uh great coach man mm-hmm. and he's been there ever since christian was young and treating him like like a friend right. and you know helping him out and that stuff is that's so good man it, yeah. it, it sets the kids up and it gives them that kind of motivation and show them like look this hard work that you put in really uh it, it really so he it does shows. he does club and and high school yeah so right now he's on break from club because they don't they don't yeah do they don't mix them up yeah when so- when school soccer's going but club is definitely the main focus yeah. for sure. And it's so different watching them play club versus high play school. At high school. Yeah. Yeah. Club is like crazy, yep. man. They play so good. Um, did you ever like travel for, uh, to go watch a soccer game, like in a different country or anything like that? No, no. no. I mean, I've, I've been to, to, you know, games. I, I, I think it was uh 94 when the world cup was out here. I know I went to like two games. Oh wow, where was that at? Uh, U.S. And then they had some of the some of the games in. Uh, I went went to one at uh, in, in Fresno, and I think one in L.A. Oh okay, yeah. Oh that's sick. Yeah, we were just watching. Well, Ashley, my wife, and uh, and my son, they were watching the World Cup, and uh, they were so stoked on it. And then I watched. <laughs> I watched like the last game. I'm like, oh shit, this is. Oh crazy. the penalties and yeah. all that. Yeah. <laughs> It was cool, man. So soccer, dude. So you taking them to uh to the World Cup when it comes here in uh when Hell is it yeah. like four years? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely go with them, dude. Like I love sports just for the whole atmosphere, seeing everybody so pumped. But I won't I won't sit and watch a game. Like I won't watch baseball or football or anything like but that. But you'll go to But I'll go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll love I love to go to a Dodger game just to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's batting or, or what i don't know what the fuck's going on you just like being there i'll just be there dude and just like people watching and yeah that's dope just having experiences man but uh, when's the last time you played soccer oh man it's you know when they invite you back to to high school um i did it maybe eight years ago oh yeah yeah and you didn't have it no more i was just out of shape and I'm just like, yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to tap into those old old uh, hobbies, though, man. Yeah. 
That's why when I got back into skateboarding, dude, I I opened a box where I was just like, see, I I used bro. to I used to skate like in eighth grade, like through like my freshman year, and uh, I still would do it like randomly. And then one one time, I it was it, it there must have been like a five to six year that I didn't touch the skateboard or anything, and I tried to get on it like I still knew what I was mm. doing, and I fell, and I was like, all right, that's it, bro. That's like I'm not i'm not getting on this no more yeah yeah what was it about skateboarding that you liked when you were younger uh just just being around my friends you know they were they were all skaters and mm -hmm. that was kind of like the 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 thing to do back then and and uh uh you know skateboards were weren't as expensive as you know other things that we wanted mm. so you know being able to go with my friends early in the morning and just exploring the 805 bro like we used to jump on the the scat bus and go Scat-a-lac. skate Ventura, go skate the mall just go skate everywhere fuck bro those are yeah good times man i remember that dude so and bro this is like with no phone so like mom didn't know where the hell you were at or nobody that was taking care of you you just knew you better be back home before the, the sun went down what a trip dude yeah i could never do that to not know where my kids at yeah that's how i am now i mean now i have adults but you know when i was in seventh eighth grade like i was very protective of like where my kids were at for sure and just thinking back like i i could have been wherever yeah and i remember sometimes where i was just like fuck i'm far (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm fucking far right now bro there was there was a time where where uh we went we went to the mall and we took the scat, but there was a, there was a bus. So the the bus dropped you off in Satikoy, mm-hmm. and then you had to jump on another bus, and then that bus went to, uh, to uh, Santa Paula, Fillmore area. Mm-hmm. But we had missed the bus from Satikoy to, uh, to uh, Santa Paula, so we had a we had to, like take telegraph on our skateboards all the way to to Santa Paula, bro. Oh shit, yeah. dude that's a mission yeah so that was that was it was crazy because it you know we obviously wanted to get there before it got dark but you know it was it was like little missions like that that you know bring back a lot of good memories do you think you could have those missions nowadays like just like a random one not even that just something <sighs> i haven't had one in so long dude just like some random ass <laughs> no bro i always think about especially like now that i'm fucking responsible like i always think of like what i could be doing to not having to do it on the weekend you know what i mean (laughs) yeah sometimes i just want to have like a little mission it's funny i was talking to someone i feel like those uh what are those insurance commercials (laughs) which ones where they say that you're acting like your dad now oh (laughs) i've been every time i see those i'm like oh shit that's me dog and then me on the other hand i'm trying to do everything i can to feel like a fucking kid again bro <laughs> i swear dude hanging out with my son he's 15 i'm just like when we hang out yeah i feel like i'm a 15 year old that but drives. that keeps you active yeah yeah for sure i love it dude it's such a good feeling but yeah i think that that's like my focus now is just to do things that kind of still tap into that that, mm. that feeling because like you don't have to be an adult as long as you're taking care of your responsibilities so i want to do like those little things that just still make you happy i think i think too like the way we used to look at our parents when they were our our age Mm -hmm. 
it's a lot different now, bro. For sure. Like, you know, I remember when my dad was in his, in his, uh, thirties and I was like, man, that fucker's old. He's old as fuck. <laughs> but now like <laughs> you look at a 35, 45 year old, like, you know, it's, everything's changed from like, you know, the, the, the fashion sense and what people are doing. Yeah. Like there's a dude, uh, uh Christian who's at, I think he, he's the oldest of the, of the persistence crew. Uh huh. And bro, he's like one of the most fit dudes out of everyone. Oh, really? There and and it's just it's just a trip, man. Like because I I always tell people this, like age age discrimination is a thing, bro. Like nice. especially like with the with with the youngsters, like they always use that as a thing with with a lot of the older dudes and just say like, oh, he's old anyway, like yeah, type yeah, of yeah. shit like that. But I'm just like. Man, if you're good at something, you're good at it, bro. Like it don't it doesn't matter. No, for sure. And just I about the age uh man, seeing people that are older now, when I see that, I'm like, bro, I hope I can make it to your yeah. age, dude. You know, when I hear people that are like, Man, my grandpa passed away, how old was he? He was ninety. I'm like, That motherfucker's lucky as yeah. fuck, dude. Ninety years That's old. That's a blessing, bro. I want that, yeah. dude. I want that blessing, man. Yeah. And I still want to just feel young nine-year-old skater skating <laughs> that, that's content dog that's yeah. content i'm pretty sure skater. there's one out there bro i know i'll sponsor him dude <laughs> oh shit mambo dude thank you so much for being on the pod bro no nah, it's always fun dog Hell yeah, like, yeah. i appreciate your friendship your conversation dude and the motivation you give me man thank you likewise dog hell yeah so before we get out of here uh where can people find you and persistence man i want people to check it out so uh persistence culture on uh on instagram and then you know there's links to everything there uh uh over on the radio side uh dj mambo 805 uh there's links there to to everything on instagram too so hell yeah yeah and and then every uh monday through friday 6 to 10 a.m download the q95 9 app and you could listen uh anywhere and then go to Facebook and check out the dilemmas. Oh, yeah. And feel yeah. better about your life. Be like, Way better about your my life. My life feels fucking good, right? <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hey, thank you guys for your time. Thank you for listening. Once again, this is Downtime with Downstar, and we out. Peace. Yes.